for Truth with a Texas Twang, Fireside Talk Radio, the show where women ponder the things we store in our hearts. Host Kathy Carafi invites experts to talk openly about what women care about, like how to create lifelong companionship, dealing with mental illness in our families, bullying at school, and many others. You name it, we talk about it. Listen in now as Kathy helps us find answers to our most tender questions. Welcome to Camp Crafty's Fireside Talk Radio, where our goal is to ponder over all the tried and true stuff we women store away in our hearts as we knit our families together in lifelong fellowship. Our favorite verse on this show is that Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. Luke 2.19. We're going to be talking with one of my favorite people in the universe, Anna Crafty Pierce, today. Hi, Anna. Welcome. Hi, Mama. <laughs> but I want to be sure and thank Home Instead. You know, they've been with us all over almost two years. It's a year and a half since we started this program. And they've been with us as sponsors throughout the whole process. And we are so grateful to them for all that they do. They provide kind-hearted, trustworthy senior home care services in your loved one's home. All caregivers are thoroughly screened, extensively trained, professional, and reliable. At Home Instead, it's about providing the highest quality home care services to fit you and your family's needs. And we are so grateful for them, to them for bringing us Anna today. Anna, we're going to be talking about birthday blessings. How are you? I am really good. Very happy to be doing this. Birthdays are my favorites. Yeah, and we have some really fun birthdays coming up this spring. Your little son has a birthday, and he'll be four. So what a fun time to talk. Any minute. So what a fun time to be talking about that. Yeah. So I I know you probably brought some stories. Do you remember your favorite birthday as a child? Well, okay, yeah, I I know which one. Which one? I I hadn't thought about it ahead of time, but... um, you know, the first museum I remember going into was somebody gave me that book about Remington, the Western artist, and uh, who painted all the Westerns, and I wanted to see his work, and you found an art exhibit in, I think, Shreveport, and they let me a, pick a friend, and we went. You know, you know what they have? I wish I could tell you. I can't do it without, I'll have to look, maybe at the break, I can find the name of that museum. That's actually a collection, a private collection that's been made public because of some generosity of donors there in patrons, art I, patrons. In, in I should have Spain. asked you. As an adult, I don't think I've ever gone back and asked you. I don't remember where the museum was. I don't remember. I just remember wanting to see the artwork in real life, and then you saying, well, let's do it for your birthday. And then yeah. from then on, anytime we went into any museum, every city we were in, you always took me to the art museum, and you always let me pick out postcards because they were a cheap way to take the artwork with me. <laughs> uh, I'm pre- I'm looking. I think it's the R. W. Norton Art Gallery. I and think I was in first grade, Mom. Yeah, that's so good that you remember that. I got to tell you, if you turn the tables on me, it is the R. W. Norton Art Gallery in Shreveport, Louisiana, and it is so worth the trip. They have an amazing collection of iconic. This is their their deal on their internet. Iconic American and European art and rare books in a museum surrounded by lush gardens. What I love about that museum is it's smaller and it's it wasn't crowded at all when we were there. 
So it felt very personal because it is a personal collection that has been, you know, given to the public. What a, what a wonderful way to to honor a loved one's legacy of collecting and and preserving art. Well, that's interesting. The fact that I never went back and asked you the name because, you know, that's probably the year I decided I wanted to be an artist. Well, I got to tell you, you always had an artistic bent. So I always knew that that would be your your direction. (laughs) But I did not. I, I can't even tell you what my favorite birthday was as a kid. I don't. I know my parents did something special for me every year, but I don't remember them. Huh. And oh well, I do remember one where we dressed up. This this is actually my favorite. Of course, memory. that's the one you remember. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. And and actually, coming to think of it, I wasn't I, I wasn't planning this. This is spontaneous. But my mother was a genius at making great birthday parties out of nothing, and so uh, like very little expense, just fun. And so she had the idea that she would invite everybody for, in my first grade class. I guess first grade to come to the birthday party dressed as their parents. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. It was funny because there were some kids that came dressed as a judge even. I mean, that was a right. long time ago. And those must have been young parents. But a judge, a lawyer, not a lawyer, but a judge, a doctor. I'm trying to think. And, of course, all of us girls just dress like mommies in our. That's what we, I was going to say. Did you dress like a doctor or did you dress like a homemaker? <laughs> Oh, definitely mommy. I was I was a homemaker back then in the 50s. That's well, this awesome. was the early 60s, of course. We dressed like mommies in high heels right. and pretend mink coats. And probably we had those cigarette sticks that were That's pretend, hilarious. you know. My what mother never smoked. Party. But yeah, but we thought that was very cool. movies. Yeah, isn't that funny? <laughs> back, way back when. Okay, so... That's one of the first things I want to take on is this myth that you have to do a Pinterest perfect birthday party for your kid. I mean, just talking about it, it's hard to even remember birthday parties from my childhood. Well, it's, it's my, you know, I think we have to be really sweet, careful about putting too much pressure on ourselves as moms. Well, and my sweet son, I've gotten to the point where I just only plan parties I can cancel at the last minute because last year, my sweet son, I think it was last year, maybe it was the year before. He was sick on his birthday, and then we ended up having, like, three different parties because when we finally picked a date, another one of our sweet, dear friends couldn't come that day, and my friend, she's like, oh, but we'll just show up with a cake another day that week. So she and her kids showed up a different day, and he got to have a party that day because they showed up with a cake. (laughs) We're going to do that this year because we're going to be out of town on that day, so we're going to take him to, to dinner a different night. I, I hadn't even thought of this till you asked me about this, Anna, but when you said, what do you do with the other grandchildren? I thought, well, that's so true. Just He's a little bit younger, so things have been a little different in a way, but we just take them out for a special meal with us, either lunch or dinner, and then we take them to the bookstore, and they get to pick out a book, and that is so simple, and, and, and it, you, it's sweet. You know my favorite we, part about that uh-huh. is that you take them to the used bookstore, and that yeah. all the grandkids are just so thankful they get to pick out whatever book they want that, that they're just, they're not worried about whether or not it's brand new. They're just happy to get your undivided attention. We love, <laughs> oh my gosh, we love books. As you, so you know, it's like this family legacy with our family. And so really we're just eager to pass that on to the kids. And Dave's, your grandparents, Dave's parents were, my husband's parents, were concerned when computers came out, they thought that might do away with, 
books and really libraries are changing so they weren't as paranoid as it sounds now but but because of that we've just we've like buckled down even harder i mean we just keep hoarding books in our house (laughs) i'm sure my son-in-laws wish i would quit buying all the grandkids books but i i just can't resist them well Well, that's something about a tangible object on your birthday that communicates somebody cares about you that's dear Oh, and you know what I love is you write a note inside the cover yes. of each book and put the date and write a blessing to that child. And so yeah. for that reason alone, I think they're valuable. The The kids, when they grow up, they'll have one from every year with something in it that we've written about, you know, what we see in their character and their beautiful personalities. So I don't know. They may sell those at a garage sale someday but and pay for college or something. By then, they'll really be antiques. They may be extinct, I guess, if if your grandparents turn out to be right about the, <laughs> the way books are going by the well, website. <laughs> we go by the, the public library as an excursion, but for the you know the thrill of getting out of the car. But yeah. my library is also on my phone now, so, you know. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and I just want to say libraries are a great place to have a little – a little picnic with a, a birthday party and then take kids to a library. It's kind of almost yeah. like a museum now. And um, I don't well, want to, for, I don't want to get too much on the subject of books. Cause that could be our whole episode. We may I need know. to do one. We may need to do one on reading and books. Cause I do get a lot of questions from people who ask what I suggest you should encourage your kids to read. And I always refer them to you dear. So, so when people ask me those kind of questions, I always say, Oh, please ask Anna. Because she's, <laughs> you were such an avid reader, I could never keep up with you. Okay, so let's get back on topic. We're talking about giving moms freedom from stress. Pinterest perfect is not what we're after. And bigger and more expensive is not better when it comes to birthday parties. What's better is together. Together is better. And so that's what I want to talk a little bit about with you I definitely want to put aside all those myths. Any mom that is listening, I just want her to know your kids may not even remember what you did, but they will remember moments where you were together and they may not even remember it was their birthday, but they might. So we have about two minutes. And when we come back, we're going to talk about some really great ideas. Anna's going to tell you about a birthday party she had in her backyard that was hilarious and uh, I want to just quote my son-in-law. Do you have anything you want to throw out real quick, Anna? Well, just as a just a quick party idea that's fun and definitely it's a it's a you know age appropriate. But for little kids, my in-laws one year they needed to change the dirt in their yard anyway. They were doing some landscaping. They held off buying the dirt until right before one of the boys' birthday parties, and had a giant pile of dirt as the birthday <laughs> party. Oh, that and they is put all so the trucks and cars and shovels in the pile and. I mean, who knows what kind of cake the, my mother-in-law is so great at themes. She might have, before Pinterest and kind of Pinteresty in that, they probably had one of those Oreo dirt cakes, truthfully, because she's oh. good at themes. And, uh, and that's what they did. They invited all the little boys over and they dug in the dirt for the birthday party. Well, I bet, I bet <laughs> and the then kids, they put the dirt in their yard. <laughs> I bet the kids could not, did not even want to leave. They just couldn't wait to go back, probably. They were probably my disappointed. When it was she a yard. It was one of the most successful, happiest birthday parties they had in, in their kids' childhood. <laughs> that is hilarious. That is so funny. That's a great idea. Well, your husband yeah. always said, this is, I'm quoting your husband. He says, kids like the box more than the present. We should just give empty boxes. <laughs> 
I mean, I think people say that, but he says it every holiday, and I just crack up every time. So when we come back, we're going to talk about things that are as good as a cheap, free, empty box that can make a terrific birthday party. So stay with us, and don't forget, you can get all this at kathycrafty.com. C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, B as in Victor, E as in Edward.com where we speak truth with a Texas twang. We don't want to miss a moment at Fireside Talk Radio, so stay tuned for more adventures as we talk about the things women store and ponder in their hearts. More truth with a Texas twang when we return. You ought to see my blue-eyed Sally, she lives way down on Chimney Alley. The number on the gate and the number on the door in the next house over it's a grocery store. Hi, this is Kathy. As women, we have a lot to ponder, but even the toughest topics are easier when we open up authentically and share our tenderest wisdom with each other. During this break, I want to mention a special way you can help other women. You can sign up for our blog and share it with your friends. Our podcasts are designed to create tools to talk about the toughest topics at home or at work. You can help by going to Kathy Crafty, C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, E as in Edward, dot com. We hope you love sharing these conversational adventures as much as we love bringing in experts to tell their stories and share their wisdom. Truth with a Texas twang spoken here. My parents are getting older and I want to be there to help. But sometimes I spend more time taking care of them than my own family. It's starting to put pressure on my marriage, and I feel like I'm ignoring my kids. My parents need help. I need help. My mom wants to stay at home, but she honestly can't handle it on her own anymore. I've been taking care of her, but I just want to be her daughter again. I know mom feels the same way. I'm not sure where to turn. If you're struggling to care for your parents, you're not alone. Home Instead Senior Care can help. With personalized service and a personal touch, our caregivers will help your parents stay in the place they call home. Home Instead Senior Care. To us, it's personal. We want to thank our generous sponsors for making these candid conversations possible at Fireside Talk Radio, where we talk openly about the things women store and ponder in their hearts, where truth and Texas twang meet. Hey, welcome back. We're talking about birthdays and how to have a birthday blessing. And Anna, one of the things that I've been doing, which I just love doing, and it started with your son. I created that jingle for him just because I was so excited. <laughs> he, he was coming over one day, so I made up a little song with his name in it. And then I realized I had, I needed to make six more because, I, I mean, we were having grandbabies pretty fast right then. And so I have created six or seven now total different little jingles for my grandkids that have their names in them. And they're Inspired so Inspired by all those happy feet. 
<laughs> yes, and I would sing them, but I can't really sing their names on, on you know, just public radio, I guess you would say. But, I mean, I have to be a little careful. But And that's good because, as my listeners, y'all don't even want to hear me singing anyway. But I do want to mention that. That would make a really sweet gift. It does not cost a thing. And we do something like this. Um, I, I try well, to I'll work. Do, uh-huh. I'll do yours. You will? We have jingles for you guys that we chant in the car on the way to see you. I, let's don't. I think we've shared that okay. on another episode. So I want you to look <laughs> for our other episodes we've done together because I think we did mention that. And I do love those chants. But oh. what I what I want to say is the thing that we do when we when I create those jingles for the kids is I try to put something in there like tried and true friend or uh, merit. Uh, one of our children, I say, this child is a man of merit. Uh, tried and true, he'll take care of you. So it's just like a little rhythm or a little rhyme, and it it tells them that they're loved, and that would make a really sweet gift that you would not even have to pay for. And and it would be one of those things that I sing it to my grandkids all the time. They sing it to each other now. And it reinforces that quality or the fact that they're loved, whatever we build into that little two-line jingle. And and by the way, I'm hor- horrible with music, so your cousin who is gifted musically helped me with some of the tunes. <laughs> Thank goodness. Well, and it empowers their siblings and the other little kids around them to know which positive things to say about them. So that's just dear. It is really sweet. And so there are a lot of ways that we can give a birthday blessing without going to the store and buying things. Or, you know, I just wanted to make sure people know the mythology out there about birthdays is very burdensome. And so we wanted to free people up. Now, you just over the break mentioned two stories of things you've done with your sister that were so sweet and they're very there is a way of caring for yourself or your friends that are the mommies, not just the kids. So let's hear your birthday ideas. The first one was in high school and it's kind of sweet. You could do this for daughters or nieces or grandbabies or whatever, or your friends. I took the, our childhood tree fort and pulled all the cushions and tablecloths that you had and made kind of a little bower, like a little nest up there for my high school girlfriends with the Christmas twinkle lights and then you helped me pack little cute little boxes that we bought somewhere uh, with lunch. Oh. And we went up there and celebrated my sister's birthday in high school in our childhood tree fort and made it all kind of girly and, and, you know, like a secret fun place to be grown-up girls together. I love and that. Then, if we had a ladder going up to that tree fort so people couldn't even get in there unless they were pretty agile – and yes. I, I, I do, re- I barely remember this when you mentioned it, but now that you mentioned it again, I remember it being relieved. Now, as a mom, that so seldom happens where you actually feel relief because you don't have to do something. But high school birthday parties are hard, so if you yes. can get friends involved in doing the, and they're girls that age are old enough to do their own birthday parties or do them for their friends, and they kind of enjoy doing it. So. That is one way a mom can feel some relief and take care of herself. Okay, so tell me me the other idea because I loved it too. My sister's birthday inspires outdoor things because she's born in in March, and the weather is either terrible and muddy or it's just gorgeous. And so the other one is here just the year she got married. That year she, she had a new family. She'd just gotten married. And so for her birthday, I just wanted to do something special about her. And so I invited, and it was great because I could, we could include, she and a girlfriend of of hers, uh, one of her girlfriends who I love as well, helped me host, and we invited everyone, all the grown-up women, 
all different generations, young, old, all of them who loved Ellen and uh, my sister. And we all met in the park and had a little, you know, finger food and some water bottles and punch and things. But mainly we congregated and told her happy birthday and that we loved her all, you know, together there. I love that. And Ellen's been a co-host on this show. So my listening friends, our listening friends no, sweet Ellen. She was on some of the earlier shows because I was afraid to do this by myself. So um, I've had both y'all on the show. So it's okay to talk about her on air. <laughs> she, by her, her, her permission, she granted, when she came on the show the first time. Okay. So um, I love both those ideas. I wanted to talk about the birthday jingles we got there. I don't want to forget for you to tell people I remember one birthday party in your backyard that was so fabulous, which reminds me, we're going to do a show called Backyard Summer Adventures. So if you're listening to this show on birthday, blessings. I want you to remember we have that other show that's really complimentary to this one. We're saving some great stuff for it. But in your backyard, Anna, you had a huge party. Tell tell our listeners about that. Okay, so I don't know how old he was turning, but one of my wonderful friends. Her son is this creative, this inspiration. He's hilarious and wonderful. And, um, and I've gotten to throw a couple birthday parties for him over the years. And I asked him, what do you want? You know, if I was going to throw your birthday party, what would you want it to be? And my only instructions from him were black ninjas. He wanted us all to be black ninjas. (laughs) So so we, we had rather than red ninjas or green ninjas or, you know, black ninjas. So I bought just, I think I even had a scrap piece of black cotton fabric and I cut into strips and then I just left the strips out with the scissors and everybody cut eye holes and wrap those strips of of fabric around their heads with the eye holes. So the eye holes were all wonky, you know, depending upon how good (laughs) cutting they were. And some of the adults were the wonkiest because they put them on over their glasses. His dad did. It was so funny. And, uh, and then, um, we, I, I, my husband was a dear, wonderful human being and went by, I guess, the mattress store or maybe one of the appliance stores that sells refrigerators. Somehow, one of those places, we went by and asked them for a ton of big sheets of cardboard. Uh-huh. And then I just bought the cheapest tape I could find, tons and tons of rolls of it, so I could just hand it to the kids and let them just have fun. Yeah. And we, we let them build these, this giant black ninja out of the cardboard and tape. <laughs> so funny. Oh, and my gosh. I, I'll never forget it. It was huge. It was like you had a village, your cardboard village in your the backyard. Because we've had two different birthdays back there that involved water. Was that the birthday that I gave them all squirt guns and we put the kiddie pool inside the fort? I don't know, but your parties at your house are fun. They and are. Then, but the best thing that came out of it, I mean, they had a blast, and we were all back there, and the adults, it, we had hot dogs and, you know, just inexpensive kid party food. And it was all ages, so young, young preschool kids all the way up through late elementary school, early junior high. And then, but the best part was we got a group photo that was all the people there in their black ninja masks. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. I hope we can find that and send it out on the blog. That is hilarious. I remember. I'm pretty sure I might be in that picture. I hope I took it. (laughs) Someday, my sweet friend... He's going to turn. He won't be turning five or six or seven or ten. He'll be turning, you know, 18 and graduating, or he'll be turning oh, yeah. 20, or he'll be getting so married. Good. And I'm going to print that photo and put it on his birthday card. 
and say, do you remember the Black Ninja Party? (laughs) That is going to be so great. What a great birthday card. That'll be hilarious. And circle him right there in the middle, the great instigator. What's that? Uh, The great instigator. You know, that same family, they've instigated. My friend is so good at embracing the potential in life. Yeah. That when I come up with wonky ideas, she's like, yeah, let's do it. And she brings her children and all the fun with her. And, and the other time we've had them in the backyard for a party, um, my brother showed up with hundreds of water balloons. And I told the kids we were going to do water balloons and water wars, and they were just tying theirs. And, and then my brother, the, high, the college kid, shows up and just launches tons at them. And suddenly uh-huh. all the kids were on the same team, everybody against, you know. Uh-huh. And it was, that was a fun party, too. That's so funny. Having a, well, a okay. secret drop-in company. I want to I want to talk just real. I'm afraid we'll run out of time before I get to this. There's one other myth I want to talk about a little bit. There is this trend right now where people are doing birthday parties for their children, and I, I actually loved this idea when I first heard about it, like having a food drive or whatever your child is inspired by. Then they can take up money for that and donate their gift to that. Charity, which is really a beautiful thing to do, and I'm like on knocking, Facebook. I'm not knocking that at all. But what what I do think is sometimes parents miss a chance to teach their children stewardship. Like you'd think that would be a very logical way to do so, and it may be depending on the kid. But I also think there's it's okay. I don't I don't want other moms to feel guilty because their child wants a party with gifts. I think that's okay too, and here's why. What I what I learned with you kids is, I really wanted y'all to be generous from your heart. And people, in order to be generous, you have to be willing to sacrifice something that belongs to you. You have to have ownership yeah. of that thing. And so it's okay if your kids want to have a birthday party and they want to own some toys or whatever, and it's okay to use that opportunity to teach them that they're in charge and they're responsible and that God has entrusted them with something lovely and that belongs to them. And then from that sense of confidence, they can learn to, uh, to give and, and maybe next year they'll have the other kind of birthday party. We have two minutes on it. Can you believe it? So do you, do, I know I, I could hear you wanting to answer. Go ahead and share your thought quickly. I was just thinking how, my sweet son, you know, I was prompting him to give for something and it was money he'd earned. And he told me no. And I said, okay, but let's look at it. And he puts all his little coins he's earned out on the, the bed. And I say, how many do you have? And he can't even count them. He goes, a lot. I said, yeah. Okay. If you give away half, how many do you have? And he's like, well, he still can't count them. He's like, a lot. I'm like, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and did you have food this morning? Yes, he did. Do you have a house? Yes, he does. I said, okay. How many do you want to give? And he pulled a few out to give. Once he was aware of what he, that, that he was provided for Aww. and, and it's made him that, that exercise, which we've done multiple times because he's definitely one of those that he has 30, to think about giving. Seconds, We're saying goodbye. Yeah. So, but, but it's made him aware of what he has and to be thankful yeah. for being provided for, which is dear. Love it. Okay. Thank you for doing birthday blessings with me. I love Remember, you. I love you too, dear. Kathy Craffy, C-A-T-H-Y-K-R-A-F-V-E dot com. And we're just so grateful you listened in, and we hope something helps you. And if it does, you can send us a comment and let us know what else would it be a great topic. Thank you. Truth with a Texas Twang, spoken here. 
thank you for joining us today where we speak truth with a Texas twang about the very things that touch our hearts. Thank you for joining us today, and we will see you again next week. Oh.